Hi friends, this is Jessica, host of Virginia Outdoor Adventures, coming to you with another bonus episode. Season three of the show will be launching soon. Until then, I have great bonus content lined up for you, so be sure to hit the subscribe button in your podcast player so you don't miss new releases from Virginia Outdoor Adventures. In this bonus episode, I speak with Tara Fisher, author of the new book, Virginia is for Adventurers. Inspired by her own adventures around Virginia with her family, Tara wrote the book as a guide for families to explore the Commonwealth while learning about Virginia's geography and history along the way. As a former fourth grade teacher, I am thrilled that Tara created a wonderful resource that encourages kids and adults to travel to every region of Virginia to explore our parks, natural wonders, and historical landmarks. Tara shares the details of the book, as well as some upcoming scavenger hunt events scheduled next month that you and your family can participate in. Be sure to check the show notes for links to the book's website and social media pages. Please let me know what you think of this episode by messaging me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or email me your feedback at jessica at virginiaoutdooradventures.com. Without further ado, I present my conversation with Tara Fisher, author of Virginia is for Adventurers. I'll catch you on the other side. Tara, welcome to Virginia Outdoor Adventures. Thank you, Jessica. I'm so excited to be here. What do you love about Virginia's outdoors? Gosh, I love the diversity of the landscape. Um, not only do we have the Blue Ridge Mountains along the western border and the Atlantic Ocean on our eastern shore, we've got a river region, we've got an island in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay, we have a slot canyon, a natural bridge, a natural tunnel, and that's just what's above ground. We've also got a series of underground caverns. Um, so there's just so much to explore, and I think that that is what makes Virginia so unique. And I have found that being outdoors is such a great escape. Um, and you can really pick where you want to go based upon the mood that you're in. Um, so if you want to take a weekend trip to the mountains, you can do that. And then the next weekend, you can be taking in the views of the ocean. And I think that's really special. You are the author of a new book called Virginia is for Adventurers. What inspired you to write the book? Well, our family loves to travel and spend time outdoors. So when the pandemic hit, I started to spend a lot of my time researching and planning outdoor adventures in Virginia. And I was really intrigued by all of the things there were to do within such a short driving distance of our home. And then I also discovered Virginia's love signs. So before long, we were weaving all of our outdoor adventures together by going on the scavenger hunt for love signs. And that quickly became our thing. We made a goal of visiting 100 love signs. So most of our weekends would include a series of outdoor adventures and a quest for love signs in that region. And that was how we spent most of our time during the pandemic, making sure we were getting outside, connecting with nature, um, and just giving ourselves a break. So what is the book about? So the book is about a scavenger hunt across the state of Virginia, and it mimics many of the things that we did during our travels. And the characters have to go to love signs to get clue sheets. And those clue sheets direct them to three outdoor adventures that they have to complete in each region to stay in the race. And the goal is to go through all 10 regions of Virginia um, and complete the outdoor adventures along the way and be the first to cross the finish line um, in order to get 
a mystery prize from each region. That sounds like so much fun. So this is a children's book, is that correct? It is. It's really geared for readers ages 8 to 12. Um, That was my focus in writing the book. And the reason is because fourth graders in Virginia focus on Virginia studies for their social studies curriculum. And when we were traveling across the state, it was shortly after my youngest daughter had completed fourth grade. And I thought this would be a great way to bring a lot of the ideas and concepts and terms that they were learning about in school to life on the page in an exciting way um, through a scavenger hunt where they could learn and explore in real life and mimic um, some of the adventures that the characters had taken, but do it with their family on their own um, schedule and on their own time. Tara, I love the concept of this book so much. I have mentioned to you that I am a former fourth grade teacher and Virginia Studies was my favorite subject to teach. And I absolutely love talking about the intersection of Virginia's outdoors and the topography and the geography and its history. And they're so closely intertied. But for fourth graders who are nine and 10 years old, these are very difficult concepts for them to understand, especially when we're talking about things that happened hundreds of years ago. And when you're that age, you don't remember or even understand what the difference is between last year and 200 years ago. (laughs) So um, what I love about what you did is that you are really making these concepts come to life um, in a way that kids can understand. But also, I think one of my frustrations as a fourth grade teacher was that there was never enough money to go on all of the field trips that I wanted to go on to take kids to all of these places that they're learning about in the curriculum. But you have made almost like a guidebook where kids can actually follow along on these adventures and get to do them on their own if they have adults who are able and willing to take them to these places. Exactly. And that was really the goal. The goal was twofold. The first part was getting the kids to be excited about seeing what was right outside their back door. So focusing on each region in the state allowed me to highlight outdoor adventures in each region. And I knew that would get kids excited about seeing their area, their hometown, um, their home region in the book and saying, oh, you know, we drive past that all the time or we've never been there, but I've seen the signs. Um, And then the second objective was really getting them inspired to explore places beyond their region, places that they had learned about in Virginia studies or, um, you know, read about in the book and wanted to replicate um, with their family through their own adventure. And so by picking the outdoor adventures in each region that we had done as a family and kind of bringing that to life through the characters, exploring those areas themselves, um, I was really hoping that kids would be inspired to um, give their family a nudge and say, hey, let's go here. Um, And by doing it through regions, it allows families to replicate the itinerary or modify it to what best fits their schedule. Yeah, that's fantastic. What a wonderful thing you've done. I'm just going to share a quick story. I remember once and and I'm only mentioning this because Mount Vernon is one of the locations that's in your book, right? Yes. So Mount Vernon is a place that we used to go to on a field trip every year. And even though they had learned about Mount Vernon in the curriculum and we had gone over extensively what they were going to see and experience while they were on the field trip, it wasn't until we were actually at George Washington's tomb, we were standing in front of it. And, you know, they I said to them, this is George Washington's tomb. 
we had talked about it many, many times. And all of a sudden, one of the kids says, you mean George Washington's in there? And I said, yes. <laughs> and all the other kids said, he is. And I just couldn't believe it because we had talked about this so much, but it wasn't until they were standing right there in that moment that it finally clicked for them. So those experiences are so important as part of the learning process. So I'm glad that you have created something that will help kids understand these concepts and hopefully even get out to these places and experience them for themselves. And you've said that so well regarding the history, because that's the other thing that the book tries to tackle is weaving in a lot of Virginia's history into the adventures, because our history is the nation's history. And with respect to those U.S. presidents, you know, we have seven U.S. presidents buried here in Virginia. And in the book, the characters visit all seven of those presidential grave sites. Um, but it's done in a way that's fun and exciting. Um, so that the kids can get excited about exploring those places on their own. And also, I love the um, point that you made about the whole concept of things happening 100 years ago or 200 years ago is sometimes difficult to wrap your head around when you are in fourth grade. And so I use the characters to help teach some of those concepts that sometimes we assume kids already know. And make sure that they're comfortable asking the questions that they might need to ask to help understand things better. And one example of that is I have three boy characters in the book um, and they are fueled by adrenaline um, and the banter between them is all very humorous and funny and they're telling jokes throughout. And one of the boys, Max, asks about why we are talking about the 1800s, but we're referring to it as the 19th century. And they joke with him about that. And he is able to better understand why the years don't match up with the century. And so it's little things like that, that sometimes we take for granted. Um, but our fourth graders need just a little bit more background um, to really grasp the terms that we are teaching. Um, them and that we're working with as we are explaining these more complex topics. Do you have a most memorable or favorite adventure with your kids that's included in this book? I have a lot of really good memories from many of the adventures. I think what I would say is I would pick a region here. Um, and my favorite region was Southwest Virginia. That's why I made it the first chapter of the book. We had gone down there in the summer and we did devil's bathtub one evening and it was absolutely magical. And that's one of the locations that you hear about or you look at the pictures online and you say, is this going to live up to the hype? Um, and it certainly did for us. By going in the evening, the sun was just starting to um, go down in the sky and it wasn't very crowded. And when we got there, it was so beautiful to see the sandstone and the water was so clear and it was truly an emerald green and you could see all the way down to the bottom of the tub. And so that was an experience that we absolutely loved. And then just 20 minutes away is a swinging bridge across the Clinch River. And we had gone to that immediately after we did Devil's Bathtub. And just as we arrived, a storm started to move in from across the mountain. And so we were out on the swinging bridge with high winds, which only added to the <laughs> adrenaline rush that you get when you're standing in the middle. 
And I use that as a way to write the story and have the characters experience something similar in the book. And so I think those adventures stick out in particular just because of how much there is to do down there in that Southwest region. And that's often a corner of the state that gets overlooked because we do have so much history, especially national history um, that's connected to the state. We often focus on places like you mentioned earlier, Mount Vernon, Monticello. Um, And so they get a lot of the attention when it comes to Virginia But there are so many regional treasures outside of those national treasures that we have found. And that's what I wanted to share through the book. Um, I wanted to share those places with my readers so that they could also go out and explore and make their own discoveries um, that might not be part of the big stage. I couldn't agree more. Other than Devil's Bathtub and the Swinging Bridge, what else have you included in the book from Southwest Virginia? I think um, Natural Tunnel is on there, too. Natural Tunnel is on there, and I did focus a lot on the state parks. So there are several state parks that are featured in the book. One of our other favorite adventures in that area is Channel's Natural Area Preserve. It's a slot canyon, and I referenced it earlier in my remarks about the diversity of Virginia's landscape. You hike to that, and when you get there, you walk into this labyrinth of boulders that look like they belong in Utah, but you're in Virginia. Um, And it's amazing to just wedge your way through. And some of the crevices are so narrow and so tight, you have to take off your backpack just to fit between the rocks. So that was definitely another adventure that we really enjoyed and had a lot of fun with. I also think it's amazing that you can go over to the eastern side of the state and you can visit Westmoreland State Park um, and go to Fossil Beach and you can still discover shark teeth. So that's another thing that the characters do in the book. Um, And again, that brings us back to just that diversity of Virginia's landscape. Where else can you do that? Um, You know, be in a slot canyon one weekend and the next weekend um, you're over um, on the eastern shore and you're exploring all of the things along our sandy beaches. It's just it's wonderful. I think kids and adults are going to both equally love this book. I understand that you have some scavenger hunt events planned this summer. Some of them have already passed, but you've got a couple more coming up. Can you describe those? We do. So we have been embarking upon a statewide scavenger hunt inspired by the book. When I did author visits this spring, there were so many readers that asked us to replicate uh, the scavenger hunts in a more simplistic way. And so we've been doing mini scavenger hunts at different locations in the book across Virginia. And we visited each region and we're coming up on the last weekend of the scavenger hunt. There's six total. And that last region is going to be Northern Virginia and the Northern Neck. And we're going to be in Fredericksburg, August 5th, which is a Friday. And then we're going to be in Tappahannock uh, that Saturday, August 6th. And both of those events are in the afternoon. And the way the scavenger hunts work is you check into the starting location and you get a clue sheet and those clues lead you to different locations in that area. And it teaches a little bit of history, um, but it also allows you to explore the town and you can visit some of the shops and small businesses along the way. And you get stamps on your clue sheet every time you arrive at a location And then there are mystery boxes at the end of the scavenger hunt uh, for those that are within the first few groups to finish. 
And the mystery boxes are tied to the book as well. In the book, the characters talk about Big Walker Lookout, which is another Southwest Virginia highlight. It's a 100 foot tower where you can climb to the top and you can see into almost every border state uh, that we have here in Virginia, except for Maryland. And at the Big Walker Lookout, they have mystery boxes. And these are boxes that are wrapped in plain white paper with only two things on the outside, a price and a category. So if you pick one that says, girl, $20, you open it up and there's going to be a gift inside or multiple gifts um, that come to approximately $20. And it's just wonderful to unwrap the boxes because you never know what's going to be inside. So the mystery boxes for the scavenger hunt are based upon those mystery boxes that you can get at the Big Walker Lookout. And we have prizes in this case that are largely donated by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. And we've been so thankful for their support um, in the scavenger hunts. Wow, this sounds like so much fun. Like I want to do the scavenger hunt. I'm going to borrow somebody's <laughs> kid <laughs> and come do a sta scavenger hunt. Well, we'd um, love to have you. So don't hesitate. <laughs> so how can listeners connect with you and make sure that they stay up to date on all of these upcoming scavenger hunts? Absolutely. So we have a website. It's virginiaisforadventures.com. And we're also on Instagram. And that's also Virginia is for adventures, all one word. That's the best place. And on the website, you can read a little bit about the book. You can actually read the first several pages. You can also see the illustrations. There are games on the website for readers and there are resources on the website for teachers. So for teachers that are using this in their classroom as a read aloud or as they go through the social studies curriculum, there's writing prompts um, and other things on there that they can use to help uh, with discussions and just facilitate um, different things that they can use to tie the book into that Virginia studies content. So there's lots to explore there. And then with respect to purchasing the book, you can get it on Amazon, you can get it on Barnes and Noble, and there's a link on the website to all of those different retail outlets. Wow. Well, that's great. I'm definitely going to put links to all of those things in the show notes. So anyone who's listening can just go to their show notes and click on um, your Instagram account, your website, where to buy the book, all those things will be available in the show notes. And then I think I'm going to be sharing this with all of my teacher friends and all of my friends with kids who might be interested in this. Wonderful. And that's really what's been so fulfilling for me is when I get the feedback from readers um, or their parents just sending me a little note saying, hey, we just finished the book and now we are going to be visiting um, with Phil, for example. And that's a note I received recently from a parent. The main character in the book is from with Phil. And so that's a Southwest Virginia town that if you haven't visited yet is a wonderful place to go. Um, and it really does provide the perfect backdrop for an adventure. Uh, there's a large pencil there. They call it the big pencil that hangs above the office supply store on uh, Main Street. And there's a wonderful hot dog shop across the street called Skeeter's. And the character, the main character, who's the narrator, talks about those things. And then she talks about the outdoor adventures like the Big Walker Lookout that are nearby. And whenever I have a parent email me and say, hey, our next trip is to Whiffville because we were so inspired by the book. I know it's doing exactly what 
um, I hoped it would do, inspiring people to get outdoors, explore places that they might not know have known about otherwise. Um, and that just brings such joy um, to me. And this really, I think I told you before, is my love letter to Virginia. I just feel uh, there's so much here and I'm just so happy to share it with my readers um, and their families in an effort to get other people outdoors exploring everything we have to offer. Well, thank you so much for your contribution. And thank you also for sharing this with our listeners on Virginia Outdoor Adventures. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Jessica. Are you excited to plan your own adventure? Be sure to check the show notes in your podcast player for links to the book and more info about upcoming events. Feel free to message me your feedback on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or email me at jessica at virginiaoutdooradventures.com. If you would like to support Virginia Outdoor Adventures, you can visit buymeacoffee.com backslash Jessica Bowser, where you can buy me a virtual coffee or sign up for a Virginia Outdoor Adventures membership. Your contribution enables me to produce new episodes for the upcoming season. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time, friends adventure on.